And you're tuned to Tigerberg on 104FM. My name is Denise Williams. It's our medical program, and we're speaking for the last couple of weeks. And thank you for following us week after week. We've been speaking to, and we continue to do so, to the Western Cape Rehabilitation Center, to various members of the multidisciplinary team. We've been speaking to doctors and physiotherapists, nurses, the speech-language and hearing therapist, the dietitian, and the physiotherapist. And today, probably one of the most crucial members of the multidisciplinary team is the social worker. And uh, today we'll be we joined with uh, Maria Shabalala. And I just need to tell you, we've set up a little studio. So when I say studio, you must know that the studio is set up right here. And thank you for my, my partner in all of this, Sean Jeffter, uh, that we've been able to do this together. So the Western Cape Rehabilitation Center, if it's maybe the first time that you tuned in. They're now in operation for 10 years and they provide specialized multidisciplinary rehabilitation and community reintegration programs for persons with physical disabilities. And the focus is outcome-based and the promotion of functional independence. Mrs. Maria Shabalala, it's so great to have you. Hi. Hi, Denise. And thank you for taking time off your busy program. Thank you, Denise. Thank you, Denise, for affording us, that is the Western Cape Rehabilitation Center, the opportunity to share with your listeners what the social workers are doing at the center. Obviously, with your permission and on behalf of the Western Cape Rehab, I would like to use this opportunity to inform the listeners that we are not the Lentegier Hospital, but situated on its premises. And secondly, and of most importance, is that we only rehabilitate persons with physical disabilities mm-hmm. and not those with drug problems. Yeah, thank you for clearing that because there are so many of us that still have misconceptions. There is a difference. You have the Lentegier Psychiatric Hospital, as we know, which is right on the corner as you come up AZ Berman, turning into the Lentegier, the whole complex here, and then much further in is the the WCRC, That's probably world famous, Maria. Yes, 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 you're right, Denise. Maria, so how would you define rehabilitation? We, as the social workers, um, would refer rehabilitation as means of helping people with physical disabilities to become full participants in the societies that they live in and to have access to all benefits and opportunities available to them. Now, Maria... I mentioned at the beginning that your role, and that is not to sort of, you know, have grades for the different roles. We know the one being the multidisciplinary, the interdisciplinary team. Each role is uh, sort of dependent on the other. Yes. And you can just be successful in a certain area in as much as you have assistance and can rely on the team as well. Being a professional yourself, you cannot operate in silo. So my question to you is, could you explain your role, the role of the social worker within the team? It is important to mention that people who become physically disabled are also psychologically traumatized since they go through feelings of shock, depression, denial, and even anger before adjusting to their new coats condition. So, 
all members of the multidisciplinary team play a vital role in the rehabilitation of each and every inpatient in our facility. Therefore, the role of the social worker is so unique from that point of view because unlike members of all the multidisciplinary team, we look holistically at the person. It means focus is on the biological, mm. emotional, and other social factors that influence health and well-being of the individuals. For an example, we involve families, that is siblings, husbands, spouses, as well as the employer in the program. Right from the beginning, from the time of admission, and discharge plans are also dealt with from the onset to enable all role players to prepare for the client's reintegration into the community. Mm. Maria is a social worker with the Western Cape Rehabilitation Centre. Just before you proceed, you have mentioned shock, anger, bargaining, and it sounds to me like the grief process because that's the process we go through when we have loss. Would you say that this is like a grief process for someone that has experienced such loss? It is, Denise, it is. That's why as we have six inpatient social workers who work very closely with the resident psychologist, so the six social workers would refer to her when patients find it extremely difficult Mm. to deal with their disability. And further to that, the social worker also facilitates community reintegration by linking up with the different role players out there, like the non-governmental organizations, depending on where the patient goes to upon discharge from the Western Cape Rehab. Maria, you've been explaining to us how one defines rehabilitation. Thank you for that. Also, you've explained your role within the multidisciplinary team. What about intervention services? Do you provide that to clients during the inpatient stay? Yes, we do. We do offer counselling services on -on one-on-one basis. We do offer couple and family counselling. And this encompasses intervention also related to practical matters like finances, work, housing, future care and the rest. How do you, uh, I know we have quite a few prepared questions for you, but Mm. just looking at you and that beautiful smile on your face, how do you manage to remain positive? Being surrounded by so much loss and people's challenges and uh, having to, as you say, reintegrate them. You also have a life. Maria, how do you you cope? We are a lovely bundle of social workers at at the Western Cape Rehab Center because at the end of the day, when you've, at the beginning of the day, if you've dealt with patients feelings Mm. you feel drained but you always have to be strong for the patient and and you can only do that when you talk to your colleagues you talk to your supervisor we share such feelings in the social work department and when you go back you don't go home with all with the with the baggage you go home with a free mind and above all we always believe in the Almighty for all the strength because we always thank him 
for what we do. Absolutely. Mm. And I'm speaking to Maria Shabalala. If you've just tuned in, she's a social worker at the Western Cape Rehabilitation Center. And uh, we've been continuing this journey for the last couple of weeks and continuing right until December of 2016 and beyond that if we need to. Maria, can you please explain on the major areas covered by your program? Since the social workers focuses on the holistic person in order to increase total functioning of persons with disabilities, our major areas of concentration will include one, casework services, where we deal with each person's emotional and psychological well-being and of most importance, empowering our clients so that they realize their potential. Secondly, we do have group work services. This method is the most effective one to reach more clients because the group modality provides group members with the opportunity to share common concerns and ideas on how to handle them. And the the group work uh, modality empowers individuals and enables them to cope with the social and emotional impact of their disability. It's also important because group work enhances the patient's confidence. It encourages self-esteem and interpersonal skills in order to build strong relationships. This modality promotes self-awareness on disability issues. And lastly, group work develops the concept of peer support by recognizing the role of others uh, with disabilities by helping the newly disabled patient in the adjustment process. And lastly, we have peer support services, which I would proudly say is my own brainchild. Tell us about that. When I started to work at Conradio Hospital yes. in 1991 as a new social worker, <laughs> I had this feeling that how would you as a therapist and a social worker cannot deal with all the emotions that mm. the patient goes through. They will hear from you, but they will never hear you completely because you are not disabled like them. And because in my third year of group work at the University of Cape Town, when I was a third year student, I did group work at a self-help association called Vukuhambe, mm-hmm. Association for the Physically Disabled. At Vukuhambe, there were patients, people with disabilities, who were ex-Conradi patients injured in the 80s, in the early 90s. And I thought, how about getting them? Because they've gone so far and they've made their mark in life. How about they come to Conradi Hospital Mm. and share with our newly disabled people. And that's how it started and it's still in use today. Yeah, now you see at the beginning we used that word phenomenal, Maria. Indeed, this is peer support service and it's in existence up till today. Up till today in, in the whole of Africa. 
You know, you see, with that oneness, you sort of qualify for a, a rector's award or some award. And I'm sure you've gotten my, well, many of those in your lifetime, Maria. My next question to you would be, you mentioned self-esteem, you mentioned self-awareness, you mentioned confidence. And being here in our self-made little studio, this is also a safe haven, a safe place for the client. Mm-hmm. You have access to the social worker, mm-hmm. to the clinician, to the mm-hmm. physio, to the occupation to the speech, language, and hearing, to the nurse. You also have others that I might not even have mentioned right now, access to all of those. So it's safe walls, but now it's time to go home. It's time for reintegration. How do you facilitate reintegration, Maria? Okay, what I would say to the listeners and to you, Denise, just on that point, I would like to share with our listeners how especially peer support services, assist social workers in facilitating the reintegration process because without our peers, this wouldn't be possible. But uh, cases in point are of several outpatients. For an example, patient A, I would call patient A, who was gunshot during the Texas Wars in 1991. Mm. He was only 41 years at the time of the injury, and he was married with three children, and he was a taxi driver. So with, with peer support, which helped him as well in the rehabilitation process, he could go out and change his life and he is now a taxi owner and employing other taxi drivers and he is also a peer supporter. Case. So he's, he's been empowered by this uh, peer support service and a, be, being able to find solutions for a problem that has been created because of this loss, That's being it. able to have done all those things before as a taxi driver. Now things have changed, remarkably changed, and he's able to maybe find a different, they call it the new normal. That's it. Another case is of a, a young a young male then, 19 years ago, who was also in, involved in a traumatic spinal cord injury. He was single with a four-year-old son. He was a taxi driver, but today he is a self-employed driver and he is one of our designated peer supporters and also about to train new peer supporters. And another case I would like to mention of our peers out there, also involved in a gunshot incident in 2000, who is now operating a driving school for able-bodied and for people with disabilities. And he's got two trainers on his Mm. premises, and he has now currently enrolled with the Department of Agriculture because he wants to further up, move away from training and improving himself in life. Oh, that is so mm, wonderful. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for sharing these real life cases with us because there are so many people that are listening to you tonight, Maria, and they, they are maybe challenged with something totally different, but it can be debilitating. And now one is sort of finding hope in your words that if somebody else having faced something worse than mine and they have made it, surely I can find a way. So thank you for sharing these with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, then also, are there challenges? As a social worker, do you encounter challenges uh, impacting on rehabilitation? You see, Denise, who the person is often determines their future. And as rehabilitation specialists, we often face challenges as well. 
So for the purpose of this interview, I will briefly mention the following, like the patient's pre-morbid, pre-morbid lifestyle and attitude. Because some patients don't see their disability as a learning experience. Therefore, they would revert to their previous lifestyle of drug abuse and so forth. Sometimes they tend not to care about their lives and develop life-threatening lifestyles. Most patients lack insight and understanding of their disability, and some go back where support structures have disintegrated, and this is a huge challenge. Mm. And there's also lack of community resources and budgetary constraints. So we realize that what we are accomplishing here is only a drop in the ocean, Mm. but we derive our inspiration from Mother Teresa who once said, and I quote, if the drop were not in the ocean, it would be missed. Mm. Absolutely true. Mm. Yeah, mm. If, if the drop is not in the ocean, mm. it's mm. going to be missed totally. Mm. And that drop in the end could be a full cup Mm. to overflowing that Mm. could become a river. Mm. Uh, Maria, thank you so much. You've been answering all our questions on defining rehabilitation. And just to tell our listeners, Maria Shabalala, social worker at the Western Cape Rehabilitation Center. And she's also the founder of the peer support system of way back, did you say 1991? Yes. So it's come of age also. <laughs> it's come of age. And uh, Maria, thank you. You've been speaking to us on intervention services. You've expanded on the major areas covered by your program. That's your peer support services, how you facilitate reintegration. Also, uh, you have explained to us what the challenges are that impact rehabilitation. What would be your final message to the listeners? To the listeners out there, Denise, I would finally say let me indicate that people with disabilities also have their own needs, rights, and responsibilities, like all of us. Like the rugby player injured during a collapsed scrum or a high tackle. That child injured in a road accident going or coming from school or the old lady who slips on a banana pill and ends up disabled should not be discriminated. So we shouldn't discriminate against people with disabilities. And I appeal to the public out there not to view people with disabilities as welfare cases. Their slogan says it all. Nothing for us without us. Phenomenal words. Thank you so much, Maria. Thank you so much. Continue with the great work you're doing at the Western Cape Rehabilitation Center. I think for myself and, and my colleague that's been here compiling this program, it has been quite an informative process for us as well as so has it been also for the listeners. All the very best for you, Maria. Thank you.